I started up old school RuneScape again. Nice. How's that going? Oh, it's, I had to re- I had to remind myself like exactly like what how does one do these things? But they've also added like things to like specific types of like you could put your character into like a game mode and there's like multiple game modes where there's like Iron Man, which is like you do everything yourself. You don't you can't trade with people and you can't get things from other people at all. Like everything you do, Jeez. you do yourself. And I was just like, eh, maybe, but I feel like that'd be difficult. So I'm going to say, screw that. You can't use the grand exchange either. Um, ah. that, 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 I was like, that was a deal breaker for me. I'm like not being able to use the grand exchange. I'm like, duh, man, even though you like pay for it and stuff like that, it's nope, nope. Can't, can't do that. Um, then there was, I saw dead man, which is like, you know, you know how there's like the wilderness zone where it's all PVP and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So imagine dead man as ev- the, everywhere is the wilderness where you can be killed by any other person playing dead man at any time. And you lose instead of keeping a few things when you die, you lose everything, including stuff from your bank. They when it, when a person kills you, they can pick out three items from your bank and take that. Jeez. Now they can't That's take all your, they can't take all your gold. They'd only take three pieces of gold, but I was just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> that one that one sounds extremely tough and for like the really hardcore <laughs> really hardcore fan. Oh man, I I was like, "This is a thing." Is I mean, I'm sure somebody gets into it, but I'm just like, "Oh my god." I'm pretty sure there's at least one other one, but I don't know what it is. I haven't found the the thing for it. But yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Nice. Old school RuneScape, man. I'm, 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 is, is it mean like I'm devolving into it? One of these days I'm going to fix this goddamn alert. Um, <laughs> it just goes up into the sky on the screen, and I'm just like, why haven't I fixed that yet? I don't know. I'm stupid. That's why. why. High up in the sky. Have you been going to old school games recently? Because I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just, I I don't feel like anything else. I played Conker's Bad Fur Day again. Dude, heck yeah. That that is a game I have not thought of in a long time. That game's so wonderfully weird. It, that, that's, that's weird. The fact that there's an entire level dedicated to peeing on people. It's like I just remember the giant poop monster. I am the great mighty poop. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh man, so with all great. the music in this stream so far, yeah, you better prepare to get DMC. Oh, I know, right? It's just whew. Whew. yeah. I'm I'm glad that I, I've I recently went through and I read down I've downloaded all my like uh royal playthrough basically just in case yeah. it gets dmca'd one day because even though atlas doesn't care it seems like with persona music i'm just like i'm just gonna keep it up there <laughs> oh yeah anyways nice. let's get started why not huh why don't we Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I am the Gamer Once Four. Joined with me as always is Tom Cruise Can't Lose. How you doing today? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Be doing good. Be doing good. Uh boy. 
I was like, I, we got some stuff that could we could talk about for a while here. And then there's the the one, the dreaded one, which I'm a little scared to hit on, but at the same time, also just want to really call it out. But but you know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. We'll get to that. Um, so why don't we start with uh looking at the the well, we already know that the numbers for Twitch and Facebook gaming are up. Now we actually know exactly how much they're up and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh- the numbers are out. Okay. Numbers are out in the public. So basically, Twitch grew. Uh, this is hours spent watching streams, like average hours spent watching streams, um, per like week or month or day or something like that. I forget exactly what the uh, exact parameter it was, but basically, Twitch grew about eighty-two percent during this time. They went from one point one billion hours watched to one point nine billion hours watched. Oh, it's per month. I wrote it down. I did write it down. Thank God. <laughs> so they went from 1.1 billion hours watched to 1.9 billion hours watched per month, which is wow. crazy to me. I was like, it doesn't seem like that big of a number, but then you have to remember that that's, that's like 8 million hours. Eight, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Uh, Facebook gaming yeah. also grew as well. They spent it in the same parameter, uh, grew 79% amounting from f- to, what was it? I wrote it down here. There was, it was before, uh, as of April, 2020, uh, Facebook gaming had 291 million hours watched and now it's 40, 400 million hours watched per month. So that's also quite a big jump too. What what up, slap sure. the bacon? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I for uh, whatever reason, like I never go on Facebook, anyways. But I can never find my way to their like streaming service. I, is it like a completely different website? Honestly, never been on it, so I would not know. Uh, no, I find it I find it increasingly easy to uh, watch streams through YouTube recently. So that's been that's been cool. Like the way they kind of do that. It's like Twitch, but different. Because oh, you yeah. got super chats as well as memberships and all that. One of these days, I'm gonna have to like look around and just see how easy or like what what's what's all going on between uh, other ones. Because whenever I go streaming, it's just it's just Twitch. It's 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 how I've always I've been doing it since I started watching streams. Like it it occurred to me the other day that I have been watching streams since uh. What was it like 2012 or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, man, I've been on, I've, I've been, I've been going to this platform for a long time and enjoying every moment of it. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so I got to ask you, can, can they, uh, can they sustain this? I know we've talked about this before, but can they sustain this kind of growth? Like it, will we see it continuing to grow here or will it, Kind of patter off, you feeling like? I think it'll continue if Twitch takes the right steps. Uh, like we've been mentioning in past streams, uh, Twitch has had some problems in the past. They do a lot of really, really dumb stuff, and it like with some of their bannings and with the DMCA thing. Can agree but with that. I think. I think things are getting better, and I I think they can keep this up, especially it, since it's regarded as like 
the streaming platform. That's true. It's all really, yeah. That's true. Uh, my only follow up to that is now that you know everyone's kind of saying, "Oh, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the pandemic because vaccines are being more uh, distributed. That are there, there, more people are getting the vaccine, and eventually we're going to uh, return to some sense of normalcy, whatever that may look like." Um, mm -hmm. So that way people are going to go out more and there will be less time watched on the platform. That's not necessarily Twitch's fault. It's just that there are less people spending time inside and more people going out again. I don't foresee that happening in the foreseeable future, I guess. Probably like maybe after the summer, if I had to take a guess. Because what there was a maybe. there's there's a big incentive for in the United States for to get vaccines out, I think they said that anyone that wants a vaccine can get one May 1st they're shooting for. Yeah. So that that's good. Um, I, I, I just, these numbers are, in my opinion, crazy. Like, will they continue to have, like, these things? Like, this amount of support? No. I think what's going to happen is they're going to see a little dip whenever, whenever people can go out again because people will want to go out again. They've been, we've been sat in our rooms for over a year now. And so yeah. people are going to want to go out. They're going to want to have fun. That's just how it is. And they're going to see their numbers dip, but they have to expect that. And then they'll slowly come back up as, as time goes on. So I, that's, that's what I think it is overall. It will be, they'll, they'll continue to grow. Like you said, because Twitch is the big streaming platform and stuff like that. It was, it's like, it's it's the one that everyone knows. Um, yeah. But at the same it's, time, people want to go out. Streamer. Yeah, yeah. People want to go out. Like they'll they'll probably want to go out and see friends and family and stuff like that. Whenever that may may be. Um, hopefully, when everyone's vaccinated, that's all I gotta say. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's really interesting because like like oh, and you kind of hit on it too that. Even like there's been a lot more people on there, but as people, as there are more and more people on the platform and more and more people streaming, we've kind of seen some when, when it comes to Twitch. I don't know about Facebook's problems, but I know Twitch's mm -hmm. has had a few problems in the past that are kind of rising to the surface and honestly are kind of hitting the boiling port for a boiling point for some people, uh, specifically yeah. with DMCA claims, um, the Twitch dress code and just overall not clear rules. As a result of that, I remember seeing a lot of bans over the past year for people wearing inappropriate clothing, and then they got asked. And then you, there's like clips of of like the moments they got banned for, and I'm just like, it's not that bad. It's really not. Their Twitch is just taking it too too crazy and stuff like that. And then they have to ask themselves like, what is the dress code basically? And Twitch basically just says, it's up to you. And I'm like, well, clearly it's not up to me. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm not sure if you heard, but did you hear, uh, like, uh, Twitch recently banned one of its, uh, re like, a really, really popular streamer from its service for, in my opinion, the most ridiculous reason yet. Do you know what the streamer's name is? Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of George Not Found? I've heard of the name. I've never watched their content or anything like that, though. Yeah, so he's essentially a Minecraft stream streamer. He... At least for he might still do, but I know for a while he was streaming with Dream, which is where a lot of his uh, popularity came in. Apparently, like, he had a secondary Twitch account called um, 
this is George Not Found, and that got banned for having an inappropriate username. And according to George, like he's not even allowed to stream from his main account anymore because that's also banned. If you have one account that's banned, the other one gets banned. And the reason the reason they labeled his username as inappropriate apparently is because this is has the word ISIS in there. Oh man. I don't know. That, that's just, that's so dumb. It's like, and nobody... Uh, it, it's, yes, you're right. It is <laughs> silly. Um, and I just think that, that other I, it, it comes down to, it's, it's, it's sort of like the same thing that YouTube's been having problem with, where it's just, it's not so much humans looking over it and seeing it. They're probably just like a bot that's just yeah. like scanning usernames and stuff like that for any inappropriate usernames and then they just saw isis and stuff like that and they're just like yeah ban that and stuff like that so if i if i had to take a guess like there's just so many there's just so many accounts that i doubt that there's actually a human person reviewing all of these and say yeah, yeah it's inappropriate yeah no that's good type deal <laughs> i just i couldn't see it or some person probably reported it and it was caught by some algorithm or something like that I mean, he's still banned, though. And people have been talk haven't talked about this for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm, it, it's just one of those things that, unless there's a big fuss over it, which it sounds like there is, but, like, I haven't heard of it. Unless it, it leeches, like, really main mainstream, I don't think Twitch is going to care. Uh, I, I would hope so, though. He has, like, 2.9 million followers on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quite I'm a big following. I'm thing, for a lot of... For a lot of people, this is a this is a big deal, and there's no way they haven't heard about this by now. Oh yeah, and I'm sure. I can tell they still haven't released a statement on it. Yeah, and that's another that's another thing is that sometimes you see people just get banned, and we and then there's like I'll see on like Reddit's and like people are trying to figure out like oh why did this person get banned because one the streamer isn't saying anything and two Twitch isn't saying anything, so it leaves this all uncertainty air of what actually cause this person to get banned type thing um yeah i remember boy what was it was that dr disrespect that was uh that had that whole thing happening there was all these reddit or all these reddit posts trying to figure out what the hell he got banned for that was that was a pretty big deal wasn't it yeah that was a big deal i remember that and i was just like i mean i, I don't know I, I i don't know uh much i like i i know like i said i know the name but i don't know exactly what exa he does or what was all about that honestly didn't really care because i don't watch his content but that doesn't mean that he's not a big streamer like he was a huge he's a huge name and he was a huge name in twitch so yeah there's that um so yeah there's that there's the overall communication between you know the fans, the streamers, the Twitch itself. It's like that also needs to be remedied. But that's something that even YouTube's been work trying to work on since when it comes to like getting strikes on uh videos and stuff like that, or um copyrighted music or something like that being used, so on and so forth. Uh I know I was like, cause I, I on occasion I'll watch Markiplier and he'll talk about it and I'm just like there's just no human element, basically, is how he says it. No, I was like, I 100% yeah. believe it because there's just no way a human could comb through all of the content that goes through YouTube in a day. There's, It's just not physically possible. I get that, yeah. 
But at the same time, it's like when it gets flagged, the when it does get flagged, probably some person should look at that and say, hey, is this okay? I I like I'm I'm trying to see it from all angles here and I can absolutely see like YouTube and Twitch being like we can't have people monitoring this 24/7 and if it's like a smaller creator or some uh, something of the sort I could understand them being like yeah we're we just don't d devote as much time to this at the same time there seems like a few things they are like big deals and they just won't address address it or do anything of the, uh, of the sort in like a really satisfactory way. And I think that reaches the uh, news a lot more than these smaller incidents do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate for a second. Like at the same time, I want to think this content creators, but then like you were just saying that YouTube, there's just, there's just so much. So trying to, trying to get at both sides of that. Yeah. I think we did. Um, I don't know. I just think that there is a better system that could be in place. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's plausible or that they were wanting to do it. Um, I hope that I hope something someday because I know there has been a lot of people on YouTube, the content creators on YouTube, and that are frustrated. And it's the same thing with Twitch. When it, whenever these bans come out, they're just like, "I need we need some level of of uh, communication here." Like that. That's all I want. It's like I want to know why I got banned. What exactly for, and what can I do to fix it, and stuff like that. Yeah. And like you said, I kind of sympathize with these companies because I don't really think and everything that they do is their fault. And obviously, something slipped through the cracks. There's just a lot of situations where you can't really, where you really sit down and think, like, well, what can they really do about that? So, I, especially with YouTube, I feel bad that they get thrown under the bus so often. At the same time, I think there should be, like like you, sa like you said, a more human element to these things. Uh, like, actual people behind these phone calls or, e like, real emails that, that don't feel, like, so static and so robotic, so you actually feel like someone's, you know, trying to help you. And And going back to your point where some things slip through the cracks... Yes, that happens, yeah. but from there's a lot of times I hear about this kind of stuff and they don't really get remedied in a quick or good way, in my opinion. Like one, like it, uh, someone will throw a giant fuss about it because they can't get a hold of anyone at like YouTube, Twitch, or something like that on you know social media and stuff like that. And it's only after that that it ha that something happens and basically they're either the video gets put back up or the stream gets unbanned or something like that. And they go, okay, that's all good now. And I'm like, you should really like try and remedy this in a better way. That's I, yeah. look, we're all, I'm all talking hypotheticals here. I, you know, it, it's all the, if, if I'm looking at it from the side of, you know, of the content creator and stuff like that. And I, I'm also a little bit old school. I like people. I like interacting with people when, when it comes to like service or, Thing and stuff like that i don't like all these like oh robot type things and i'm like it's just like like you said because it feels very disingenuous it doesn't feel doesn't feel like it's doing anything i'm just sitting here talking to a robot that's just it's just not doing anything and i'm like i want to talk to a person i want to i want to get to the bottom of this faster 
That's just me, though. Some yeah. people don't like the human interaction, but I'm just like, no, I kind of like it. Especially when you read like um, some of the emails that get sent out and stuff like that. You really don't feel like, and obviously they're they're corporations. They they don't care about you, but it it, it doesn't really feel like uh, when these things are resolved and they put like this big corporate statement behind it. It feels like doesn't even feel like they cared at all to fix to fix it. I, I'm not sure if I'm saying this the right way, but uh, no, it, 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 it's part. It's hard to sympathize with companies when you don't get the impression that they care about you or the content creators that you support. Yeah, and that and that kind of goes back to the point I was kind of making that you know, uh, when sometimes when you know on what what people like like you said when a when a mistake slips through the crack and they don't remedy it fast enough and they don't apologize really to the thing they they undo the thing that they did and then they say okay we're good and I'm like. You really could just say, hey, we're sorry or something like that. And we'd feel a lot better, I feel like. Yeah. You know, or like. I don't know, explain what happened, basically, like how this happened, because that's how when I when I think about it, it's like. You can fix it. You can fix that one thing that happened. So like you can say, oh, I got my account banned for some BS reason. They unban like they unban the account or whatever. And then they go, "Okay, it's fixed. And I'm like. Well, what happened? What, what, what's the problem here? What did I do, or what, what, what did you do on your end that you can fix? See, I, I'm, yeah. I'm that person that wants to know what happened rather than just say, okay, everything's fine now. I'm just, it's just that's just me. Some people, most people, will go, okay, it's fixed, we're good, and move on with their day. I'm just like, where was the problem? What's the problem here? What's going on here? How can I fix this? What, what can I do? What, what needs to be done here? So that way you can make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfectly logical way of thinking. Yeah, and some people, some people don't want that. Some people don't really care to, as long as they're just like, okay, well, everything's working on my end, so I, I shouldn't have, to, I shouldn't care. Especially if something is out of their control. Like oftentimes they probably just think it's out of their control. But there are times where it's just like you did something, and you're just like that caused that to happen. And I'm like, okay, if that's the case, I'd like to know so I don't have to deal with this again. So. That's how I, that's how I am. I, I can't speak yeah. for others, but that's just me. Oh no, that that totally makes sense. And a lot of people wish like these companies would like do this in a more like lo- uh, logical uh, in a more logical way that gives a lot of these content creators a lot more warning. Uh, it reminds me back. Um, his name wasn't Simeon Jimmy, but I can't remember what his the content creator's name was and. He got all of all three strikes given, and his channel taken down. All oh, I remember this. And apparently, that's happened to a few times to a few different YouTubers, where the uh, where you get the impression that maybe YouTube just wants to get rid of them, you know, so they'll issue them three strikes on three different videos for seemingly ra- at random reasons, and then just ban them on the day when the system in play should be in place to warner creator to change their behavior so they can continue being on the platform yeah and whenever stuff like that happens it always is seen by by like the general public as really scummy and it and it is really scummy you're not giving these creators a chance to fix or edit their content you're not telling them what's wrong 
and oftentimes people really look into these things and they'll notice like in many instances they're not breaking the terms and conditions yeah it's this this goes back to a conversation and going i'm going to go back to markiplier for a second because he had this exact thing happen to his channel and he had i don't know 10 15 minute video about talking literally exactly about what you were talking about where youtube's just dishing out hard things because sometimes they have to with certain things but there are times where you know when it comes to like big channels and stuff like like his channel especially like he's one of the biggest channels on youtube um that i remember he was talking about how he got a uh strike on one of his video on like an, an old video of his like i was one of his try not to laugh challenges and yeah he it was for for playing a video that was completely and utterly just like it was a giant joke like that's all it was but because it was looked at as violence and stuff like that that it was taken it was it got struck and took down but he made the argument that the actual video like the video he got it from from youtube is still up on youtube so it's like how can you flag my video but not the actual video that i watched during this compilation i i know exactly what you're talking about because the whole situation was at first they actually uh they, this all started with them striking a video on another big creator's channel it was moist critical who yep. shared this video and he was like well markiplier did the same thing well, how come you guys aren't striking their channel and markiplier was like you know it's fair youtube where's my yeah. strike and then and he, he got one channel and then he got one and that and he's like yeah i i asked for it at the same time but but then it's just like but the original video is still up on youtube from like five yeah. six years ago and i'm just like what if you don't want this video up there then take it take the original video down on youtube <laughs> Then why is it still there? Yeah, exactly. It comes back to this whole thing and says like there, there is a and it's a it's a and he's just trying to make his point that this is a flawed system that something needs to be done. Yeah, and so yeah, that's 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 the whole thing. Honestly, uh, that's like that can basically be said with any like content creation platform. I feel like I don't know about TikTok, um, being the one of the bigger ones. Um, I don't know what all goes on that platform, but. I can only assume it's something similar to what like YouTube and stuff like that have. Um, and like Twitch. So when it comes, to, when it comes down to it, it's just like, there are problems that need to be remedied, but at the same, and, and I don't know, some place, some places don't seem to take it as a big issue because it has been a big issue, but going back to Twitch for a second, that with the whole DMCA claims and the random bands and stuff like that, it, it's starting to become it's starting to become a problem um that they can't really look away from anymore if if you ask me some people will say oh it's not a big deal and stuff like that i'm like oh but it kind of is a big deal yeah this is going back to i like to get to the root of the problem rather than just say, just say okay well that's fine whatever now <laughs> no no i'd like to figure out the problem uh but anyway i i i enjoy twitch i don't know I, it's still a great place that you get there's a lot of really good content creators here um yeah and it's where i spend a majority of my time like i don't watch tv i watch twitch i watch live streams i watch youtube videos like it's, it's that's my entertainment so just wanted to throw that out there it, it can be a mess sometimes but at the same time it's there are problems that I want to see remedied, but I still love this platform despite its problems. 
Absolutely. There. I just summed that whole, like, 20-minute conversation right there in, like, one sentence. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So Bethesda officially got put with Xbox or in the Microsoft family now. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw this. The, the, was the it round like, table that they hosted? Yeah, yeah the round table stuff. Um, where Phil, Phil Spencer talked about how this is a move to uh, provide quality exclusive games for Xbox. and Or I guess Windows, Xbox, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So what did you think about this is, is my next question. What, what, what are your initial thoughts? Good for Xbox. It was like we talked about this when we uh, for when they first made the acquisition, where we were thought, thinking about like whether or not they're going to make their big games exclusive. To actually hear like Phil Spencer come out and be like, "Yeah, unless we have a contractual obligation, they're exclusive to our platform now." Is like I had a suspicion, but to hear that was just uh, just crazy to me. And it was it was crazy. The internet just exploded. Yeah. Like uh, it's just like because it, when you think about it, it, it's like there are so there are a lot of really popular Bethesda games. Obviously, like the big ones being like Doom and uh like Fallout and Elder Scrolls, especially since Elder Scrolls Six is whether well, it's a couple years off or if it'll be like next year, it'll probably be a couple years off yet. But yeah, um, the fact is that there's a possibility that could be Xbox exclusive or Windows exclusive or whatever is pretty nuts huge that's that's that like that's nuts that's so yeah uh so yeah like you said unless they've got like certain contracts like there's like death loop or whatever for an example they there already was in a contract with with uh, sony to be on the ps5 mm-hmm. so that's going to be on the ps5 uh they will continue to support other platform like if the game is on other platforms they'll continue to support that as well so yeah this is like, honestly, this tells me that Microsoft's they learned they, you know, it's not just about the hardware. So it's like game sell consoles, game sells game pass and stuff like that. Cause you know, all these games are going on the game pass. Oh yeah. Strike the That's bingo card. The we, we got, we got the check. We got the check for, for, for games, game pass. So not even with that, but with all the moves that they've been making recently, you, you can really tell they're going hard aggressive when it comes to marketing Game Pass. And, like, they want this to be, like, the Netflix of gaming. They want to cash in on that market because even if it's not being super pro- pro- profitable right now, they know in the future, like, it could be a complete game changer for not just Xbox, but Microsoft as a whole. Like, if Game Pass is somehow able in the future to reach, like, fucking disney plus numbers they'll be like nearly doubling the like size of their company every year like it's yes it's crazy how much money they could make and i think they've realized that and they're gonna go hard into supporting their their uh, community as much as they possibly can yeah and it's cool to see i agree it's one of those things i'm just like holy man this is this is big because obviously like the big exclusive game to xbox being halo like other than that that we we said oh there's not much more else not much other big games now there's a lot yeah um 
And this is something, and like like you said, we've talked about this before, where it was like, oh, well, do they make them exclusive games? I don't think they will. If they are, they timed. No, they're just they're just doing it. So hey, that was a move. Yep. Did so, you actually uh, watch the like entire roundtable, or did you just go over? Like, no, I just kind of skimmed over it and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's more that I that I don't have written down here that you that you could talk about. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, some are the like uh, advantages of the merger is like Phil Spencer went into like how things uh, companies like IdTech and some of Microsoft Letter Studios can start working together in the future and how they can start improving each other's games. And that gets me really excited because that makes me think, oh man, maybe Obsidian can finally make a Fallout New Vegas 2 or whatever. That'd be cool. New California game. Yeah. That'd be cool. And, uh, Todd Howard, interesting, in, interestingly enough, actually came out and said, yeah, like, we completely misfired, did a bunch of stuff wrong with uh, Fallout 76, and he commented on how, like, the uh, Xbox Game Pass ecosystem could have helped Fallout 76, and how it's probably going to help them avoid a disastrous launch like that in the future, with uh, the, the uh, obviously the banking of a large company like Microsoft. So that was also made me really happy to hear. Yeah. Like, no, and they're and they're exactly right too. It's like the pro I feel like the problem with you know, like seventy with like Fallout seventy six is like it was a game that I don't feel like anyone was really happy they spent sixty dollars on in the in the end. It's like they're like, maybe I would have been okay if I spent like twenty dollars on it or something like that. Well, if you got Game yeah. Pass, you could just have the game now. So it's like Oh, well, now I didn't pay any extra basically to have that game. Even if it's not good, then I can just like, oh, I didn't spend any money on it. It's fine. I just don't I just won't play it again. Or some people will be like, hey, this is actually like good and stuff like that. People who weren't willing to were very skeptical and didn't want to spend the sixty dollars. And so it all comes down to the this idea of the the Netflix for games could like it's basically how some sometimes shows get big, right? Where it's like they're relatively unknown or they're not people aren't really sure if it's good or not and so and and oftentimes the thing i you y'all you, you oftentimes hear was like i don't know if i'll like it is it like is it worth the 60 dollars i'm like well when well, it's on it, it, when it's on an app like game pass it seems a lot safer to actually like buy and try it out especially if you already have it and you're just like oh cool yeah might as well try it out right is this just a giant ad for? Are we are we doing Papa Papa the Microsoft's uh, bidding here? Just you know, I mean, advertising I mean, it. I mean, that's all. Uh, that's me on all of our podcasts. So <laughs> Look, Papa Microsoft, we're here. We're we're doing the good things. <laughs> we're 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 selling off game. We're selling out to Game Pass. <laughs> Oh, Daddy Phil, sit on my face. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> he went there. <laughs> I wasn't going to, but but he, but he went there. Oh man. Uh that the only thing I could re I was really thinking about when I read all this. I'm like, oh man, I can already hear the PlayStation fan base complaining about how they're not being able to, you know, play Elder Scrolls or whatever when it comes out. And I'm like, then you they know exactly how Xbox. The players felt last generation basically yeah 
It's like, this is how it feels. You guys complained that there wasn't enough to play on Xbox. Guess what? Now they got games. Now there's a lot of now there's a lot to play on Xbox. Exactly. So don't complain here. If you want to play the games, yep. you could play them on PC. Although I do find it funny. I, I recently saw that Outriders, which is a game I was like kind of interested in, is actually going on the Game Pass. But funny enough, it won't be on the PC Game Pass, which I think is the most ludicrous thing. It's only going to yeah. be on the Xbox Game Pass, not on the PC one. And I'm just like, you know, I thought about it. And then you didn't. And then you said that. And I'm just like, nah, I'm out. So it's just, I was like, what? How does that make sense? Why, why, why can you do that? When it, when it comes with the to these deals with uh, third party companies, I think. Uh, they're the ones putting restrictions on that. It might not be Xbox. That was the whole situation with that control, because that was only on Game Pass uh, console for for like uh, two, three months, I think, and then it moved to PC. I don't know. I I just find it. I just find that strange. I'm like, oh, we're going on the on the Game Pass, but not the PC version. Just just the Xbox. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> just seems silly to me, but. I'm sure that way, if anyone wants to play on PC, that they like pay the sixty dollars for the game. And I'm just like, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not paying sixty dollars for that game. No, no, I played the de- I played the demo a little bit with my brother, and to be honest with you, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't wasn't too crazy about the whole thing. It seems like a decent oh. concept once, but like, I don't know. Feels oh, like it needs to be more fleshed out. That, yeah, I heard a lot of people saying that it felt like a game. 2003 a little bit it's like i don't i don't know it, it's kind of like the whole reason that uh what the hell godfall kind of fell short that it was kind of just yeah. like it felt like there was a base here but it wasn't it just didn't feel like it was expanded upon yeah it doesn't feel like it was done to its best capacity and stuff like that it definitely felt was like it would felt like an old school looter shooter or i guess it wasn't a shooter it was a slasher hack and slash um game and that's kind of what outriders feels like where it's kind of like a looter shooter that feels like it's just like an old one um and so i I don't know when i look at it and i compare it to like something like borderlands 3 i'm just sitting here going like at least borderlands like each gun is pretty unique for the most part and that's what makes the game interesting and makes guns desirable whereas in like godfall and outriders i mean i haven't gotten any loot like legendary loot in majority of those games but i have looked some of them up and they're just like yeah they're it's not really like worth your time to grind for or anything like that so yeah hey though quick critique on that game i guess Oh, is that is that going on the Game Pass? Yeah, that near Automata and a few other ones are coming to Game Pass this next month. A lot of Square Square Enix games. They've been putting a lot of games on Game Pass recently. Yeah, I just noticed that like like I remember seeing that oh they had a bunch of like sports games on there and now they're putting a lot of like uh like uh, RPGs since you since you mentioned Octopath Tra- uh Octopath Traveler and Near yeah. Automata. Isn't the, like the sequel for Nier Automata supposed to be coming out, or I guess like the the remade sequel for that, coming supposed to be coming out I'm, soonish? I'm not sure if soonish. I know that it's coming out at some point, but I remember they showed off like a preview of it. 
during something. I forgot exactly what it was. Um, yeah. But yeah. I I don't know. Never really played that game. People say it's good, though. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a try since, you know, it's on game. <laughs> Might as well. But, but uh, everybody watching, if you thought I was done chilling for Xbox, you got another thing coming because we have not talked about FPS boost. Why not? FPS boost? FPS boost? You didn't, you didn't hear this? about the... No. Oh. So, um, apparently, uh, apparently, uh, last gen games, uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's going and taking these games that were on older consoles, like, uh, uh, Fall, Far Cry 4, um, Watch Dogs, and now they're doing it with a bunch of Bethesda games, and they say they're going to do it with as many games as they're allowed to do, is, uh, they're apparently making modifications to, not to the game's code, but they're basically convincing the game that, they're running at its original frame rate, even though they're unlocking it to uh, run at a higher speed. So these game console games that used to be locked to uh, 30 FPS are now running at a smooth 60. Hmm. Neat. Giving it like a kind of kind of like a small boost of like a next gen type deal. Yep. Like, it's good. Yep. I don't know. As, as someone that's been trying to run games at 60 FPS ever since uh, I I could, like I remember I built my first computer to play uh, Shadow of War, and I got like 45 frames or something like that, which is fine. Like it's playable yeah. and stuff like that for the game. And then I and then I build this one. I'm like, holy crap! I can run it at 80 frames per second. This is crazy. I see everything. <laughs> oh, it's a whole new world out there. A whole new world. Hey, don't, nope, don't want to be, nope, nope. You can't sing. No singing. Don't you do it. Oh, no. (laughs) I can feel the Twitch mods. They're coming after me. They're at the front door. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) I had to do it. (laughs) All right. Uh, any anything else from the round table that we should discuss, or was that pretty much everything? No, that was pretty much it. Nice. What wasn't there like something else that you that you, that you were saying earlier that you was like something with PlayStation before we started? Hmm? Oh yeah, there's a new studio they're putting together, but we only really heard about that today, and we don't know too much about. It. Yeah, so, new studio it, with like a new IP for the for them. Uh, yeah, so a new studio is uh, being made by Jade Raymond. I really quick want to make, I want to fact check myself so I know what games she's worked on before. There you go. Let's see. Providing the facts, making sure it's all correct. Yeah. But she's uh, worked on, at, at the very least, like, PlayStation games before. She's incredibly, an incredibly talented uh, game designer. Look forward to whatever she's ma- making. Like, oh, Assassin's Creed. So uh-huh. she's worked at, worked at Ubisoft Toronto and and uh, Motive Studios. She ma- she's made games like Assassin's Creed and uh, Watch Dogs. It's a Montreal-based studio, and it's 
called Haven. Going to be working on a brand new IP for PlayStation. Oh, I did. You remember reading something a little bit about this? It's like I'm on, yeah. my, on one of my breaks and I saw it on Reddit and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I also thought it was something for like the game Haven, like the indie game Haven. And I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And then I was just like, no, this is like a big no. studio and stuff like that. And I'm just like, boy, this could be really confusing sometimes. Yeah, speaking of which, the indie game Haven is also available on Xbox Game Pass. It's true. It's also on sale on Steam. Yep. <laughs> do we do we sell it enough? Do hey. we need do we need to do one more? No, no. <laughs> Don't be mad at me for being a shill. We've been we've both been doing it this whole stream. Look, Microsoft. All I'm saying here is, if you want to sponsor one of these, you know, we're we're here. We'll we'll talk all day about Game Pass and stuff like that. It's, it's all that's all we're saying it. here. <laughs> Even even though I don't have it, but don't don't be mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have I have Game Pass, and, and you know you don't you don't need to sponsor these streams. You don't need to. It'd be nice. It, you know you could send us. It'd be box, awesome, but you don't have to. You think I should? Do you think I should like tweet? Yeah, at yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft do you think I should like tweet at Microsoft tonight and just say, hey, we, we you know where's that? <laughs> Can we get a sponsorship to talk about that? <laughs> see what yep. see if they say anything. <laughs> Hey Phil, but hey Phil, I want to come talk about Game Pass on our. Podcast. You want to come on that? Just Gamer Talk and talk Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> the entire the stream in turns into like, "Hey guys, have you ever heard of this thing called Game Pass? Has so many games on there, and it's so cool." Oh man, that'd be that'd be that'd be well, that'd be crazy. Oh man, like clearly it never happened in the history of the world, but you know, there is some reality yeah. where it could happen. <laughs> there is a reality that that, that happened. Uh, probably won't be this no, reality. No. We live, we live in the, we live in the stupid reality. Uh, let's try and stay mid at least a little bit with uh, when I said Jade Raymond, like. Uh, uh, she's really talented. I'm looking forward to whatever she's making. And, uh, and as we all know, like PlayStation Studios have been putting out banger after banger after banger recently. I'm sure whatever this this is, it's going to be really cool, and everyone's going to love it. it. It's moves like these that remind me that Tony really doesn't need to buy any any studio really. Like they just they don't yeah. need to go out and spend money. They can just make their own, and I'm sure it'll be great whatever it is like you said like whatever she puts out i'm sure it'll be good so that's what i wanted to add there yeah oh boy I, boy do i want to get do we want to get into the big one the one that i know i'm gonna get upset about we're both gonna get upset about it brother let's <sighs> let's get right into it yeah all right so if you remember not too long ago there was uh, sexual harassment, uh, wrongful termination uh, allegations against Riot for being sex for being sexist and stuff like that. There's more on that now. Um, basically, it's part. It started off with Alienware ends the partnership with Riot or with their like just cutting all ties. This was a deal that was supposed to go till uh, January 2022, so until till early next year. Alienware reported that they've grown uncomfortable with Riot's public image and stuff like that. And 
rightfully so, Riot has over the past three years has had two huge allegations and stuff like that. And at the first allegation, Kotaku ran a huge expose article exposing like this culture of racism that 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 was in the whole workplace. And it was it was it was not a pleasant read, basically, but it was it was 100 percent true. Um, boy, where to go from here? Uh, yeah, so that we got that. Uh, so Riot originally agreed to pay ten million dollars to settle the gender discrimination lawsuit, and and then they pledged to fix the workplace culture. Um, so there's a few things on that right there, and then first off, this pledge is. Utter BS. Mm -hmm. Um, and this ten million dollar settlement that was agreed upon by the lawyers that represented the women, not the women themselves, which have declined the ten million dollar settle settlement. Um, it's like yeah, there's roughly a thousand women uh being represented here, um, that have been affected since 2018. Nice fart, by the way. Did uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I love so, how the sound never co comes through the mic on my Zelda playthroughs, but the mic picks up my farts somehow. <laughs> this, you know, this is a good. This is a good little, uh, you know, reprieve from the the downing that is this. But pretty much, yep. From from here, so in January, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, basically the people who say, "Hey, you need to fix this." Um, said that, you know, uh, it's actually that you, you 10 million is way too low of a number that they should be there. The actual range should be around the 390 million to make up uh, for the damage done. It's a big difference from 10 million to 390 million. Mm. It's a massive number. Um, So it's not completely unjustified, though, like. Yeah, when considering it it's for a thousand women, harassment. and I'm like, okay, so first off, that was ten million for between split between a thousand women, and I don't, I didn't do the math to like figure out approximately how much money that would be for it. I'm sure you're on it right now. Yep, so it's ten million. Yep, uh, and it's a thousand women total, roughly. Well, it's it's saying that it's like roughly a thousand. It would be around ten thousand dollars each. Ten thousand dollars does not seem like a, like a lot when it comes to probably no. the especially because of all like and I could I, we could spend a whole hour talking about all the stuff that they basically made him that they basically had done, um whether it's the um they talked about how there was mandatory crunch for women and stuff like that taking on jobs that were above their paid grade, being paid less than the men and stuff like that, which is always a huge conversation whenever in any uh uh business or anything like that that women get paid less um than men for some stupid reason yeah uh so yeah that and that was part of the partially why where this 390 million comes from is that the first was to compensate uh for the for the wage disparities and then the second comes from that there has been no charge uh, that there is that the so I also have to, I, I, I did all these notes in the stupidest way possible, but basically what it comes down to is that um, after this whole allegations, they tried to figure out, like, did Riot make attempts to change 
like their 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 culture, their mentality and stuff like that. And they basically said they found no what, what the, there was like and I quote from their from like their exact phrasing is that there's no enforceable changes to employment policies at the company with alleged arrive with sexism basically saying that there was nothing really done to solve this known problem within the company and they're saying oh because of that you have to pay more now as as a result because you just you just you're not making any attempts to fix this which is yeah they should if they're not making any attempts then they should give them the, these women more money uh which i don't know it looks like you want to say something there i mean forget giving them more money they should be forced to fucking change if it's an environment that is allowing and consistently promoting like this harassment towards women i don't care how much money they get fucking change something that's not okay look right I, I, they're they're taking the, they're taking this in two steps that they one they want to compensate the women but then they also want because they want to compensate the women with more money that it it would incentivize people because you're hurting their wallets basically saying that hey unless you want to keep paying more and more money to these women change something mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the idea yeah uh so riot came back uh w- with this and uh, this is going to be another quote directly from them uh, with respect to the outlandish numbers posted by the uh, Department of the Housing and whatever um, from California, we'll say again that there is no basis on the fact or reason that would justify the level of exposure. We believe that any assertions to uh, to the contrary would simply not be made in good faith. While we have acknowledged that there is work to need to be done to do better, wait, to do better, live up to the values. We have made clear to our employees that we will defend ourselves against false narratives and unfair claims that do nothing to remedy any hardships of actual class members. Okay, there was a lot there. What does it all mean? It means they don't feel like they've done anything wrong or that they've done everything they can to fix this thing, which is utter bullshit. Clearly. Yeah. Um, second off, they they think that they're, that they're being made that this is unfair to them because there's being false stories made up about them. And look, I don't know the stories and no, and no one's really going to know the stories, but the fact is the facts are facts are right there. Like we, we like, remember this all started from this, all the, the recent one started from the recent, uh, I forget her name, but it was like some, there was an executive assistant. She filed, for sexual harassment claims to HR, which then she was fired shortly after. And she had a bunch of claims saying that the, you know, the CEO was making, you know, sexual harassment, sexual moves towards her and stuff like that. And that's eventually you just sit down your foot and you say, Hey, you're done with, you're done and stuff like that. It's quite convenient timing when you think about it. It's like, oh man, a week later after all this is done, I get fired, even though I've been doing nothing but good jobs and stuff like that. And now you're, and now Ryan's basically saying, oh, this is all made up. We don't, we, these are all false accusations. And I'm just like, what the, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, in many instances, this goes about, uh, this goes even beyond riot. I hear this all the time. Like, oh, 100%. This is this. We've heard this in the news. Like, it's underreported, it's underrepresented. And a lot of times, like, people do not face justice for these very clear and very abhorrent injustices that are going on. And 
I, I think this is a culmination of not just that, but uh, these many other cases where these people are just not facing any repercussions for doing obviously very heinous shit. Which is which is what happened the first time around. I was uh, reading up on. I, I spent probably a good two hours looking into all this and stuff like that, just really trying to understand like what's going on here, what's happening, and stuff like that. And basically, it comes down to you're exactly right that the top brass is not being held accountable for their actions and stuff like that. Because the first in 2008, when the first uh, instance came through, it was the COO that was the biggest defender and in this case it's the ceo the two head honchos to the company <laughs> like you're not uh, in in that and that bleeds down to the other employees to the other male employees in the workplace they see the ceo uh were, you know acting like this they see the coo acting like this they think it's okay it's not yeah, they think they think they can get get away from it because like the, if my boss can get away with it why can't i that's not the mindset that we should have yeah no you're you're exactly right though um it's a a toxic environment that's promoted and it comes from the top and it comes from the top like all male employees in this company right now are thinking like this is perfectly okay in the environment i'm in it, it it just allows me to do stuff like this and it's not just like the people higher ups at this point it's everyone that needs to be held accountable and this could cause a lot more shakeups at riot than really just like the uh separation of the alienware partnership yeah but if if there was ever a place to like hit them it'd be their wallets right now and that's exactly what's going on right now uh with you know the numbers that they've been trying to get uh for you know compensation for these women and then the huge like I, I i can't put into perspective enough like how big alienware leaving riot because they don't like the image that they have and this is an image that's going to stick with riot until they until they have that is very well known that they are doing stuff to stop this and i'm going to tell you right now in the past 3 years there has been very little and i don't know if this is the move this is the push to try and get them to actually do something about it i hope it is because I like I like the games they put out, but I I will not support uh, developers that treat anyone, whether it be women, people of color, anything like that, any just just like shit, basically, and stuff and so and so on and so forth. I cannot do it anymore. Um, yeah. So going getting back on point here that. I also want to point out that they claim that they're based that they, that these are false accusations being thrown at them, which fake news. Am I right? Stop the count, boy. Where have we heard this before? I don't know. That's just that's just me. That's uh, look. They claim that there's not that they're that they're doing the right thing. Basically, that they're they they've been making strides towards it. But then you but you'll notice something's missing about what they just said here. Uh, that how are they fixing this? They haven't explained how they're about to go there. They're going about fixing this. And it took me two, no, not, no, an hour and a half to find anything about what Riot has been doing to do this. And it was, it it was weird rabbit holes. I went down. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so from what I could find about what they're trying to do, they formed a special committee back in 2019, 
with uh, Angelo Rosbaro. I think that's how you say her name. Rosbaro as the head of a committee uh, committee with as the chief diversity officer, as well as they joined the corporate equality index uh, this year. And just to kind of put into perspective what the uh, corporate equality index is, because I didn't know what it was before this looking into it, basically it's, uh, it's basically standards that anyone under the company, it's, it's this, it's, it's this organization that's basically looks into these, these types of cases, discrimination cases, uh, harassment cases, stuff like that, um, and holds people accountable, or at least they should hold people accountable. The problem is, is that going back to what got us all here, the, 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 the lady, which again, I forget her name and I apologize, but put the Angela something, something like that, um, that she put the request in to get to this committee. But it never got there because the CEO covered it up and just fired her. So I'm like, what is this remedy? <laughs> this does nothing. This does nothing. Oh, and like, and like we were saying, and like, and like we like we kind of jumped ahead and stuff like that of what my points were. But that, you know, it all starts with your with your head and stuff like that and trickles down to your employees and stuff like that. That if you if you see your boss acting like a piece of shit to women, that they think it's OK to be to be a piece of shit to women. It's not OK. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not OK. No. I don't care if there are women. I don't care if they're purple. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're rainbow colored. People are people, people. <laughs> Man, gamers looking out for all the purple creeps out there. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you say, I know that's way off topic, but when you say that, that's amazing. No, it, it's really funny. That it's really funny that you. Some people are like, you know, you cope with, uh, certain like whether it's hard times or other things, sad times. People are always say, "Oh, why are you cracking jokes?" I'm like, some for some people, that's just how they cope. You know, some people yeah. like to just try and smile when they when they're when things suck pretty much it's not unheard it's not unheard of and uh, whether or not it's okay you know it's you got to read the room yeah i think it was fine sorry sorry no it's no you're good i guess fine it's i I, it's just there's there's sometimes where it's just like did you really need to do that (laughs) that that was not one of them i'll tell you that okay uh I don't know. This goes back to the, the to the three years ago when that whole expose by Kotaku was put out there, and that they outlined exactly the problems of the culture of the of the culture of the workplace. And Riot had their chances of fixing all this going again, and even now they're doing absolutely nothing to fix it, and nothing's happening. It's it's really it's really disheartening. To see. Yeah, I don't know it. And Riot continues to think they're doing nothing wrong. Like that, that, that they, they, they've said that the, the, the culture doesn't feel, uh, it's ingrained to the systematic. It's systematic people. Like that's where racism starts or racism, sexism starts. It's systematic. Get that through your thick skulls. If you want to fix it. (sighs) So they're going to, it's going to continue to happen if they continue to delude themselves to think of that and, and having just, and allowing the CEO to just basically get away with it again. Like uh, he wasn't the one the first time around, but it, it it's this time around. And it's like, the fact is it's the CEO, CEO and the COO 
They were the two biggest offenders in two cases. Do we see do we see a reoccurring theme here? Because I do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad that a, a sponsor like Alienware basically says, yeah, we're not okay with this anymore. We're not gonna sponsor you. I don't care if we had a contract. I don't care if it I think I think it cost them more to buy out of the contract. Uh I was reading up a little bit about that and is that like it cost them more money to buy out of the contract. They just didn't want the label of riot on there on them anymore. And which makes perfect sense. Yeah. I I would have done the exact same thing if I was in their position. And if I heard things like sexism, racism, uh, sexual harassment, any of this shit going on at a company that I was associated with, uh, I'd be like, yeah, I, this is, this is over. We're done. 100% 100% never happen again now. Yeah, I was like, they I, they started out, they were a sponsor back in 2019. Like I said, this was supposed to go through January 2022. Um, so this was supposed to be like a three-year-long deal. Um, even And they kind of, it, it sounds like at the beginning, they, you know, the, the first the first allegation for back in 2018, they thought, oh, they, they remedied them, they were going to do the right thing and stuff like that. And then it didn't happen. Um, and and Alienware is just going like, yeah, no, bye. <laughs> so I'm hoping this is this is the wake up call. This is because this is hitting their this is hitting their pocketbooks. This is what they really care about. When you hit when you hit money like this, when you hit 390 million, and you have one of the biggest sponsors of them get pulled out right underneath the mug, right underneath right underneath them, like they're gonna look at that and going, hey, we're losing money bad. <laughs> Now it's like we need to actually fix this. You know, even uh, like we're we're saying all these things now, and it, it's it's part of the reason why people like you, me, and gaming community as a whole needs to be way more vocal about this kind of stuff and need and, and need to like demand action more often because like you know what my greatest fear with this whole thing is is like. Imagine they do let go of the CEOs. They're probably going to have a multi-million dollar golden parachute to land sa- land safely on. Oh, hundred percent. Probably what the, what's going to happen is that they'll just be absorbed into another company. Well, they they'll continue to get many more millions of dollars in a year, and ultimately nothing is going to change. That's not okay. We shouldn't let it allow these people to be getting away with this, and we need to demand justice where it needs to be demanded from because even when it comes down to like just shitty ceos in general like it feels like none of them are facing any consequences for like doing shitty things or doing or doing a shit job they they always have these multi-million if not billion dollar parachutes that they that they land on and they they just move on to another company another another project, another whatever, like they'll always be fine. And it seems like no one really has any power. It's, we do. We do have power. We have a voice and we can make that. Hurt. It's one of the, it's one of those things that, you know, people, you will always say people will forget about things and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't forget about many things when it comes to no. this kind of stuff. Like if I know, if I know like, that the CEO basically went into another company. I won't spend a dime toward them. I won't do anything. 
and stuff like that. And I, and I will continually bad talking stuff like that. I've been, I, uh, like, that, I, real, I realize that there might not know, like uh, when it comes to like sports, cause I, I, I oftentimes call out sports, uh, things a lot because sports fans forget a lot of things very easily. Um, and one of the biggest defenders that I absolutely could not stand was, um, I don't know, like, I don't know if you, if you pay attention to college football at all, Al, but do you, do you remember pitch. Urban Meyer? Um, he was oh, the head coach for the uh, head coach for Ohio state. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the, all yeah, the shit that went down? Yep. Where he, yep. where one of his assistant coach was, it was domestically, domestically abusing one of his, his wife, Basically, Urban Meyer clearly knew about it. His wife even told him to deal, told the other wife to deal with it so that way it wouldn't affect their football, uh, the football season and stuff like that and her husband's job. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. And it went public and everyone forgot all about it. Urban Meyer is, is still looked at as a god to this day. And he is. He is by far the biggest piece of shit in all of college football. And I'm going to tell you that right now because it, there are some pretty shitty coaches and people in, in college football. But he is the tip of the iceberg, in my opinion. No repercussions. Yeah. He got to retire from he got he got retired. He got to go retire from Ohio State. Now he's not getting fired. He retired. But then he came back and now he's I think he's the head coach for some NFL team. Because Everyone forgot about that. And I always bring that up to people and like, oh, why you got to talk about that? And because it's important to not support these shitty people. Why you got to talk about that? Why you got to be okay with that? I don't know. I, I, from, it, from it's what? like what I was just saying. There, These people get away with this shit. They're not facing any repercussions. And people just forget about this shit. They let it go. Uh, like, I imagine if these CEOs did get, get fired and let go. A few months down the line, they'll open up a new studio and or be involved, it, like absorbed into something else, and they will be like, "Hey, critically acclaimed like uh, Riot CEOs join new company," and everyone's like, "Yay, those guys make great games," and it's like, mm, "Yeah, but they're bad, 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 bad people." Yeah, yeah, it. It's it, so frustrating. This oh, age. I know, and and it's it's so it's, it's similar to like what's ha- like with, with video games and stuff like that. Oh, people don't want to think about like the people behind them and stuff like that, or hold them accountable and stuff like that. It's the same thing with sports. Like I remember the start of the 2020 season, which I was like, "Why are we even playing football at this time?" This is the NFL, and they had like I remember it was like the first game. It was like the Chiefs versus somebody i forget who maybe it was the texans um and they did like this whole little thing pre-game where they where they interlocked arms and stuff like that and stood for black lives matter and the chiefs fans booed because they didn't want politics in their sports and i'm and i'm just like well guess what you fucking deal with this shit we don't have to do this in sports anymore yeah that's that's how it is. So not to make this a political like a super political one but this is important things and i can't help but draw parodies between or not parodies but like similarities between the two the two things and stuff like that when it comes to entertainment people just want to be entertained and not want to think about things which is understandable but the fact is these are important things that we need that that need to be addressed otherwise they're just going to continue to be problems and this comes back to my whole conversation where we got to fix the fucking problems not just not just remedy the symptoms 
if the if the problems are solved, you won't have to deal with all this stuff. And even when it comes to those people, it's like, what are they doing? They're kneeling. You're upset that they're kneeling. You're still gonna oh, watch yeah, a football game. That. You're still getting your you're still getting your entertainment. It's like if it really just bothers you that much, just ignore it. I yeah. I just I don't, don't understand it with these people sometimes. Yeah, I to, to I use know. to use a, a quote that I like to use. I, I like to use a lot. It's that you know when uh, a tree expert comes in to try and figure out what's wrong with like a dying tree or whatever. They don't look at the branches. They look at the roots. They look at the main problem of a, of the whole thing, not just the symptoms. <sighs> yeah. So that's that. I don't know. That's 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 this that, whole that thing. Kinda... Got kind of heavy there for a second, but it, it's important that we talk about these yeah, things. Yeah, it, it, otherwise they're never going to be fixed. Yeah, it's, it's it's important things to talk about. Like, I wish I didn't have to talk about these things when we're talking about video games, but oh. the fact is we do. Because if we don't talk about them, if no conversations are ever had about this stuff, that things will never get better, and no one wants that. Things are want we want yeah. things to get better, and stuff like that. We want video games to be that thing where we can go back and we can just say, Oh, we're playing a video game. We're having a good time. We can forget about all of our troubles for the next hour or two hours or whatever, however long we want to play things. Mm -hmm. It's nice. I wish we didn't live in the time of 2020 and 2021 to have to deal with all the shit, but we do. And this is more than just this year thing. This is, this is stuff that's been happening for years that they continue to not be remedied. No. It, it, it's funny. For the longest time, I thought like, when it came to came to things like racism and sexism, this was mostly me in like middle and uh, early high school. I thought like we were at the point in society where we've mostly moved past that. This last year, especially, shows me like how little progress we've really made. It's actually really disturbing. Yeah, it's, it's a little upsetting, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, I read this. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not gonna talk about the Catholic Church shit, but oh yeah, uh, that I don't. Yeah, I read yeah, that. Yeah. I read a little bit about that too, and I'm like, yeah, we're not gonna get into that one. Yeah, no. Uh, look, look but, last thing we want to do is right now is make this a political podcast, even though we kind of have for the last I don't know, 15 minutes at least. But it, it, it yeah, but I'll it, I'll stop. But I know it, it's fine. It's just like. It's just like, I again, I'm going to say it again, that I wish we didn't have to talk about these things. I would love to just talk no. about the latest thing Xbox is doing, the latest thing PlayStation is doing, what's what's going on in the PC world type thing, what cool games are coming out. I'd love to talk about that, but there's that the, that's not that's not the main focus of today. I'd love it to be, again. It'd be great. <laughs> but. Maybe, maybe one of these days that will be reality, but we have a lot of work that there's a lot of work that needs to be done before we reach that point yeah 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 all right well that was all i really had to talk about today aka yeah. don't let riot fool you they're they're pieces of shit that are trying to get away with something don't don't let them fool you um and there are there are good things there are there are good things that I hope will come from this. Um, but yeah, we need to make sure that you know yeah. we keep pressuring Riot and 
and stuff like that and any other companies this isn't just again this isn't just a riot thing riot's been having these problems but this is something that goes not just in the video game industry this is every business it's every business anything any society thing this is societal problems that need to be addressed make your voices heard and absolutely hold these people accountable and 100 percent speak with your wallets uh, yes. that that like you said earlier that's the best way to reach them Com- companies main job is to make money guess what if you don't give them money they don't make money and then they go hey maybe we shouldn't do that yeah <laughs> So much easier to say, ain't it? Like when you just say, "Oh, don't give them money," then they don't make money, and then they, and then money doesn't happen, and then they get angry, and then they wonder what's wrong, and then they realize, "Oh wait, we fucked up," and then they go, "Oh wait, we should change that," mm-hmm. <laughs> because now it's costing us money. My delicious money, <laughs> money, 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 money. Uh, we got to be careful now. We're sounding like Bobby. Look, as long as we don't sound like Tucker Tucker Carlson, I I, I don't mind. Because <laughs> that guy is straight up ass. Anyway, well, now the, the politics out of the way, there I guess. Uh, this, this podcast a one uh, one way ticket to memeology one hundred one YouTube channel. Pretty pretty much. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Uh, so I I. I don't know. Have you been playing anything anything cool lately, I guess, to finish out? Uh... I mean, I mean, like I said earlier, I was, I've been playing uh, fucking Conqueror's Bad for a day again, reliving how awesome that game is. Nice, nice. I've been um, trying to finish uh, Hyrule Warriors um, Age of Calamity, too. That game's really fun. Nice. That one's, I mean, that was, that's only like, the, that's like the same thing as like Strikers, where it's like W-Force helped make that one as well. Yeah. Oh, that one's cool. I still need. I still need to finish Strikers. I I think I'm like right at the end. Um, yeah. I was like, I think because like they're going to. Uh, I don't want to say spoilers, but they're going to. I think what I think is the last jail, the and stuff like that. So neat. I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. That I like. I said I. I think I said it when I when I la- when I was finishing out my last stream on strikers was like, I don't know if this is the last jail, the way they're making it sound is like the last jail. But if I know anything from persona five is that they, th- they say it's the last jail, like four, they say it's like the last palace for like four times before it actually is <laughs> just one more. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Oh man. So that, that, that's where I'm at there. Uh, that, I, I like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm stuck in like a rut where I'm just like I went back to old school RuneScape. <laughs> uh, well, these games are fun to play too. I know. It's not really a rut if you're having. I guess. I'm just like I'm just like chilling, mining some like iron or something like that. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the life. This is like, this is no, this I that, that was like my whole like that was every summer vacation for me when I was like. When did RuneScape come out? It was like 2001, if I think of all was. Yeah. I think it was a couple of years after that that I started playing it. I think it was like 2003. Should put me at about nine years old. So probably from like nine to about 13 years old, I played that game like every day during summer vacation. Remember, I'd always go to like my, my babysitters and then 
we go to we we me and a couple of the a couple of the people there we would go to the library and we'd log into like our 30 minute sessions we got we had like three 30 minute sessions on uh the computers or whatever and that we'd just play runescape <laughs> we we tell them that we're going to the library to to like read and stuff like that and then we'll meet them at the pool afterwards because it's right next to the pool and we're just sitting there, sitting in there playing runescape <laughs> oh man it was good times uh, we were just waiting we see like the timer going down from like oh man there's only a minute left i just gotta finish fighting this thing <laughs> oh crap i didn't finish no <laughs> and, then, and then the librarian goes shh and i'm like okay fine ah <laughs> uh, it's simpler times <laughs> simpler yeah. times when you're just a kid and you don't have to worry about all the bs of, of society <laughs> Uh, yeah, simpler well, times. Man, what's going on with the world? What's Bush doing? Ah, oh, who cares? I have fun internet. Who cares? I'm, I'm a kid. I, I don't get to care about the world right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a, what a time. Yeah. Uh, I think that was like, yeah, that that was like my summer for four or five years. <laughs> it's every day, every day, and I remembered during like school, I'd finish. I, I it was the only time. I'd finish up like when I, when I knew a friend of mine was going to be on, like we, we talked the, the day before or whatever. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be on RuneScape at like four o'clock after school or whatever. I'd finish my homework right as way after I got, I got home from work or home from home from work, home from school. And, mm-hmm. and then we just, I, I play that from like four o'clock to take a break for like dinner and stuff like that. And then go right back and probably till about bedtime at like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock or whatever. Dude, you're gonna need nostalgia right now. I remember in like, I remember like back then, I'd do shit like I'd like ride my bike down to my buddy's house and we'd all play like Halo Two and Three for like hours and hours on end. And then, then when Reach came out, there was the time where I was just playing that with my little brother day after day. It, I, I, then it was Minecraft. Oh God. Uh, even before then, it was just like silly, like zombie-based internet games that we just hop on and dude armor games was great oh my god oh my god i cannot tell you in high school how much like during like computer classes and stuff like that there's some stupid lecture going on there or we're just over there sitting in the corner playing some armor games or whatever some silly stupid (laughs) flash games and then the teacher comes over and it's like what are you doing i'm like nothing and then they're like, oh, then they put the, then they put the, 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 the security te- like thing in there. So it's like, oh, you can't access that. Oh, but then you find workarounds and stuff like that. It all works out. <laughs> I remember, I remember in, uh, what was it? My junior year of high school, we all got Minecraft installed onto like the computers on the, during, in the tech lab. And we just, be, <laughs> we'd be playing Minecraft. <laughs> Dude, so, uh, dude, something that was going on in our school for a while is that we got super into Game Boy emulators for whatever oh, reason. Hell yeah! So, it was, uh, so once during my math class, like people were all like doing their actual work, and then I was playing Doom on my Game Boy emulator. Teacher actually walked by and saw me playing it, and I was like, "Oops, hey, hi, playing Doom. That's rad." And he just <laughs> keeps walking, and it's like. Yeah, everyone had that. Everyone had that one teacher that was just like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm playing Minecraft, and they just go, "I saw nothing," and just walked away. 
had that teacher <laughs> they were the coolest they're like yeah. as long as you did your work or whatever you got your homework done all on time and everything like that they were like sure you want you want to mess around in minecraft for a little while go ahead <laughs> oh the good old days boy we really dated ourselves there i feel like yeah dude like that that reminds me of this other time like i had this really really rad science teacher i could not remember his name uh I, we we all had to do like this big project uh, like um i think it was like the it's it, it wasn't our like it was like the metaphorical midterm for our school but um it was like the last big project for the semester and we had to do like this board project he let me take that uh fictitious like Oh, uh, bi biological breakdown of Godzilla that I found online and, and based an entire project around that. And I was it, and I was like, hey, can I try to make like actual sense of this? And he was like, yeah. So that was like an entire day in school science class while I was doing nothing but talking about Godzilla. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we really dated ourselves there. You know, all these. Yeah, all, all... yeah we did. All, all these young kids going like, what? What are they talking about? You know, all, the, all of our teachers are sticking the muds. <laughs> Not allowed to do anything fun. Fortnite. What's armor games? I played. <laughs> I played Game Boy games on this tiny little shitty Chromebook. Those were the days, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. And they're done that. Oh, boy, just uh, we're just too real, real hit nostalgia there as as crazy reminiscing about the good old days. Oh, God, boy, it, I was like, we're not that old. I swear to God, we're not that old. I ain't 30 yet. <laughs> Dude, that last Legend of Creep stream where. Uh, Ikakashi brought Gogurt, and I was like, "Oh, I, ref I, I fucking remember Gogurt." Then just <laughs> flashbacks to all those days at summer school where I would get that in my little lunch bag. There you go. Uh, I think Gogurt's a perfect spot to end on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? We, you know, we broke up really good. You know, we we started with some like talk and started sort of like that. We talked about uh forgot about the first thing we talked about what was the first thing again uh, yeah. oh the growth of twitch well, and stuff twitch like that Facebook yep. yeah started with that and then we went to the xbox stuff we we sold out to game pass again big surprise yeah. we do it every week <laughs> uh bingo cards the bingo cards come out you know might as well throw uh the game of rants about something some something <laughs> that we hit that you know we we then we got riot and stuff out of the way it was, you know mm -hmm. piece of shits but you know they could turn it around it's just right now they're being real piece of shits um and uh and we were old men for like a yep like and then we and then we really dated ourselves we're going back to the good old days i wish i could name a po <laughs> i wish i could name the podcast good old days but i know i've used that before it was maybe this would be part two <laughs> But who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you all so much for watching, listening. Uh, be sure to hit up my boy uh, Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his Twitch channel and playing some more Legend of Creep and whatnot. Uh, that's always going strong. It's, uh, yep. Still playing, uh, what was it, Ocarina Time? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Big stream next week. Big stream. Big stream.
What makes did, did it, what I makes it big? Oh yeah, new trailer comes out next week as well as a new poster and new update. Oh, that's pretty big. A lot of big new Legend of Creep stuff coming out next week. I'm yeah. really excited to show shit off. There you go. So uh, yeah, be sure to uh, comment, tell us what what we're do, what we're doing good, what we could be doing better. It's uh, rate, tell people about this, all that kind of stuff, all you know, all that good stuff and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's gonna do it all. Be all for us. Bye. Bye.